I'm Brooke. And I'm Jamie. And this is the Truth Fairies Podcast. The truth hurts. So we will be giving our very biased and unqualified opinions on real life situations. From reality TV, relationships, and parenting, we'll cover it all. So So let's let's get started. Hello, and welcome to a brand new podcast (laughs) called Truth Fairies. You don't know us at all. And my name's Brooke. And I'm Jamie, and we've been on a hiatus. A high. Hi, Adas. So much hiing. So the much Adasing. <laughs> do we want to explain or just? No, we do not. Just use your imagination. <laughs> Anything that you can imagine that would prohibit us from making a podcast has happened in the yes. last 30 days. Yes. But we're over it. We're over it. We're not even going to talk about it. And we're back with a vengeance. We're moving on. We're moving forward. And we're so glad you're here. Back with us. Sorry that there was literally no explanation. None. Every day for the first two weeks, I'm like, I'm just going to post. I'm going to explain some things. And then I literally couldn't even do that. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry. We're okay. It was nothing scary, nothing traumatizing. Nope. Mostly we're just fat and lazy. (laughs) (laughs) Just fat, lazy mom life. Fat, sick, and tired. That's true. Yep. All right. So let's chat. How are you? Jump right in. Let's do. I'm good. I feel like summer literally just started. Summer started and ended. For me. Like at the same time, I feel like started and ended. My sister, who's a teacher, is like, I hate Fourth of July because it feels like the end of summer. Yeah. I don't know why, but. Oh, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and. You haven't even ended. I have. School didn't even get out for me until the 23rd of June. And then um, now summer school goes until next week. And then that's literally like week three of July. So why even have summer? Why even? Why even? Bother. I wish it would snow. Just call it a day. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. Bite your tongue. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. What has been tickling your fancy, if anything? I have been extremely tickled. Ooh. On many levels. Ooh. Um, Some of the things... Okay. A couple things. Um, One thing that is currently or has not yet tickled but (laughs) will tickle my fancy later today... Okay. Is that Big Brother starts today? <gasps> today, it does. today is the day. Ooh, a future tickle. Yes, a future tickle, and um, yeah, so pretty excited about that. So that's a future tickle. A current tickle. I have been um, clearly. I have a lot of downtime because I have been watching The Vow. Oh, uh, the Nexium the Nexium cult yes. documentary. Um, watching that, oh. I have been watching um, Under the Banner of Heaven. Ooh. Um, so a lot of you know culty type yes. um, viewing. Stay sweet and stay sweet obey? and stay that, sweet and obey. Yes, that's another one. Yes. So. Oh, that one was dark. Lo- yeah, lots of um, yeah. So nice. lots of watching things. Yeah. So that's been fun. Good. Uh, what about Stranger Things? Have you watched? Have you partaken? Are you in the Stranger Things fan club? So I would say I am. Oh, my husband has watched it, like, faithfully. Yeah. I just catch bits and pieces as he's watching. But oh. last night, I think he watched the last episode. Oh, yeah. And I was cooking. Um, <laughs> I made this really weird lasagna that I saw on a... Was it like Online. a vegetable non-noodle oh, lasagna? No. Okay, good. But it was made in a bowl, <gasps> like a bowl. I saw it on, I don't know, somewhere on social media, and I tried it. A and, lasagna I mean, bowl? Yeah, kind of. But anyway, so I, I was wa- making the lasagna bowl and watching Stranger Things. But I was oh. very, very impressed. 
Yeah. Very impressed. So. It's good. Good. Well, but so you haven't been watching from the beginning? Like, did you watch the first season Hit or anything? Miss. I watched, actually, I watched a lot of the first season. Okay. And then I've watched just, you know, kind of hit and miss throughout. So enough to kind of know what's going on. But more, like, I usually just come in, and as Jake's watching it, I'll start asking questions. (laughs) I bet he loves that. (laughs) He he mostly wants me dead, but... Yeah, because I'm just like, well, why, why did he do that? He's going to well, feed you to the that? dummy organs. Yeah. So, yeah. so, I mean, I feel like it's been a shared experience. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna have to disagree with you on that, but I'm yeah. glad that you made the effort. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we watched. I didn't. So, one of the reasons we didn't record is because I got, got the COVID real bad. Got the yeah. COVID. So, I was trying to watch it because I had nothing else to do but lie in bed and want to die. and But I couldn't really follow. Like, my brain was very weird during COVID. Did yeah. you go did you experience that? No, because when I had it I really didn't even know that I had it. Oh. I only had very mild symptoms and I happened to test. Oh. And yeah. So I wasn't really I had it bad and my brain like looking back I was in a day like a very weird fog the entire mm-hmm. time. I've heard that from a lot of people. Yeah. Like, they like they're they just can't their brain can't connect or they can't it was I weird. I, like I've never really patchy. experienced anything like that before. It was almost like postpartum fog like that. Mm, yeah. It was weird. So I was watching Stranger Things while I had it, but I couldn't really, like, I don't know if I was falling asleep and waking up, but I'm like, I don't know what happened. So I was like, let's just watch the finale together when last weekend. So, or with my sister and my daughter. So I finished it, but I missed some stuff. Some of it in between. But, but I filled in the blanks. Oh, well, you can always go back. It's good. So. Or, or just ask Jake. I'm sure he can tell you. <laughs> he would love that. <laughs> he would love that. What else is tickling you? Um, Like literally nothing because, I mean, we've just had, we had a fun 4th of July, but I couldn't watch any real new shows or anything because I couldn't focus. But you know, let me tell you something. Please do. Because I was just laying there in bed. I was holding my phone I was on my phone just either scrolling or playing Candy Crush or whatever for so many hours I got calluses (laughs) (laughs) like I have one of those pop sockets Uh and I was so you hold it with your two fingers I got like I'm like why are my fingers what's going on with my fingers and then I realized I had been probably holding my phone for like 14 hours a day (laughs) and I'm not kidding even when I was like watching like Schitt's Creek or something Mm -hmm. I was on my phone do you know how, like, they give you, your phone will give you, like, an update of how much time you spend? <laughs> no, like, I don't want to look. It's probably just like, screw you. You don't need to know. You, You've never been off. <laughs> you have crossed a line. I got addicted to this weird, it came up on an ad like that soda fill game where you're trying to empty one bottle into another to try to get them all the same color. Oh, yeah. It's the same thing over and over. Like, the levels don't even progress. You're just doing the same thing a million times. I got so addicted to that. I'd play it till, like, 1 in the morning. Oh, wow. And then I wonder why I couldn't get better. Why can't I process? Yeah. I am filling soda bottles all day. Yeah. It was weird. So that tickled my fancy in a weird way. That's good. Yeah. A weird tickle is better than no tickle at all. Um. I'll tell you one thing that tickled my fancy. What's that? Coming home from the cabin to 20,000 Orbeez in my house. <laughs> Courtesy of yours truly. You. Just a little prank. <laughs> just a just harmless. A harmless prank. I broke into Brooke's house this weekend and placed 20,000 Orbeez in 20? every... 20,000. I found more this morning, by the way. Where were they? In a, the measuring cup. Oh, good. <laughs> Yeah, they we put them in every cup, bowl, cupboard, vase, 
sink, um, sink, anything that could hold anything that could hold a little Orbi. We put, we placed them in the house. Yep. Um, and while we were, while we broke into your house while you were on vacation, I clearly scared your neighbor to death <laughs> as he showed up at your front door inquiring as to why I was in your house. He's like, um, I'm watching their cat. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, well, I'm just vandalizing their house. So. I mean, and then we came left. home last night. We went out and we came home to our daughters color sorting them. Yes. And that has continued. Good. We What did we stay, like another 45 minutes doing it with oh them? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It was good. <laughs> then good we times. woke up this morning. There's their Orbeez. They've multiplied. I'll take a picture yes, on our Instagram. They, they might have multiplied on their own. They have. So... Okay, well, good. Okay, well, should we move on to the weird and wacky world? Yes, let's. Okay. What do you have for us today? Okay, this is just a little news story that I found. You might have seen this. I think it kind of went a little bit viral. A man in a wig, tell me if you heard this, Mm -hmm. was arrested after throwing a piece of cake at the Mona Lisa. (laughs) <laughs> stupid did you hear that no so some like 22 year old man disguised as an old woman with like a wig and he wheeled in a wheelchair like as if that's gonna like can you really pass that off but no one noticed disguised himself got close to the mona lisa and then just threw a piece of cake at her in the louvre wow i don't know why so of course like everything these days a bunch of people caught it on video, video yes. from their phone. So there's like video of it. And then the guards like escorted him away. And he was saying, think of the earth. There are people who are destroying the earth. Think about it. Artists will tell you, think of the earth. That's why I did this. <laughs> like, did he do it as a prank or is he seriously like... He's trying to like spread a message about global warming. by. But throwing... what does that have to do with the Mona Lisa? I, I think he just knew what would make news. I don't know. But thankfully, she's behind glass. Oh, okay. Like, apparently, she's painted on wood. She's not even on canvas. Wow, did you know that? I did not. And apparently, she's small. People think that, that it's like a big uh-huh. painting, and she's really only like a foot big. <gasps> really? Did you know that? I didn't. So she's a small, handsome woman. She is a small woman, and she's a real person, apparently. Wow. I know. So he was 36 years old. He got arrested and sent to a psychiatric unit. I thought he was 22. Well, I made that up, oh. and I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was a mind, long process before they finally got him booked. <laughs> in my mind, I just knew just he was like, young. Yeah, and good. I guess thirty-six and twenty-two. Once you're I past mean, forty, are all the same thing. Yeah, yeah. So that's it. I don't know what happened to him, but there's all this video of him like throwing cake and then yelling that. How silly. I, I was going to say, I would imagine that there would be, like, you could really get in trouble for, like, right? doing that. But I guess, I'm sure that they would have to take precautions, like, putting yeah. it under glass. But One time we were at the Met, and we were looking at, like, Monet's or something. And my mom kind of leaned forward, like, with her hand. Like, she, was, she wasn't going to touch it, obviously, but uh-huh. she just kind of leaned forward to kind of look at the texture better. Mm-hmm. And she almost got, like, jumped. Got a hand cut off. Uh, <laughs> yeah. She's like, I business. wasn't going to touch it, but they they really... They're like, well, we saw you lifting your hand. Yeah. We feel like you were. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they, I'm sure they would... And I'm sure there's some charge that they could charge you oh, with, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Terrorism against a national <laughs> treasure. Terrorism. <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of things that are terrorism I these hate days. Crime. So, I hate crime. A hate crime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a hate crime against art. A political protest gone wrong. Gone awry? Gone awry. 
Maybe. Yeah. So that was just a short little ditty. Okay. But maybe I can find the video and post it. Okay. Yes. I have not heard about that. Okay. And the thing that's kind of weird is if you're going to make a statement, like if you're going to go to those links to make a statement, make a cohesive statement. Like, like make it make sense. Yeah. Like cohesive. Is that the word? I cohesive. Don't know. Coherent. Coagulated. <laughs> Codependent. Co. Yeah. Co. Uh, like relevant. Like a relevant, organized, clear statement. Yeah. Because it's like, what is, what is, what are you saying? What do you want us to do? Recycle? <laughs> what is it that you want from yeah. us? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. He just had leftover cake and was like, what can I do with this? I am going to go throw this at Mona Lisa. Dressed Gosh, damn it. as an old woman. Dressed. Yeah. Why? Couldn't he just walk in as a 36-year-old man with a piece of cake? If you're going to smuggle cake in, why is the wig and wheelchair necessary? Couldn't he have gotten away faster without the wheelchair? <laughs> <laughs> spit. I literally just spit when he said that. Like a spit take with my own yeah. spit. There you go. Yeah, probably. Okay. Well, I mean. It was weird. Okay. Okay. Do you have? Let's move on to Oh Honey. Oh Honey. I do. Oh. I do. Okay. Um, okay, here is a little story about a young couple in love. Mm. Just kidding. I don't know their age. <laughs> I know they're adults. Anywhere over under 36 is and young. Between 22 and 36. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. <laughs> okay, so this person. Okay, what I like about this is really the comments more than yes. the whatever. Okay, so time true. This person um, writes, hello, my boyfriend recently moved in, and I noticed that when he uses the bathroom, he leaves poo on the back of the <laughs> toilet seat. He also will leave pee dribbles on the bottom of the of the up toilet seat yeah. and leave it not flushed. Aww. I talked to him twice about this, and he was very embarrassed. Mm. Really, was he? <laughs> and said he would try to fix it and that he was sorry. Okay, a couple things. You, you're going to try like either you're going to shit on the toilet seat or you're not (laughs) you know I mean there's not really try (laughs) like either you're going to leave it there you're you know okay Either you're going to whip out a Clorox wipe every you know or you're not right so okay anyway recently I just started texting him when I (laughs) what when I find it dirty I just started texting him oh Okay. I can see your screen from five feet away. I like it. So I have no up close vision. It's okay. Recently, I just started texting him when I find it dirty to clean it when he gets home. Am I being petty or should I just clean it and tell him later? Okay. Do you think, let me just jump in and answer my own question. (laughs) Please do. Do you think he doesn't know? Like you have shat all (laughs) over the back of the toilet seat. You think he gets up and didn't see it? Like, you don't need to text him. He knows. He, he knows. knows that shit's there. Yeah. And and it's basically a big F you to you. Right. Because he knows. He knows. If you're smashing your butt up against <laughs> the back of that seat in order to get poop all over it, you know. So this is not a skid mark in the bowl situation. No. This is a where you sit situation. Mm-hmm. How? And this, and this is like. I mean, the pee dribbles is one thing. Is it? Yes. Okay. Every time I lift up my toilet seat to clean it, I'm like, how How? is there pee on that upper part? But there always is. It's a splash. Yeah. It's, it's the, it's the, what's it called? Ricochet. Yeah. But I think girls are more likely to get that than boys. Maybe. So. Um. It's probably her pee. Yeah. But But the poo is. The poo. Let's. The back of the toilet seat. The back of the seat. Yeah. So like, like the back of the open hole. So it's like you're pooping. 
and then you're, you're leaning over and smashing your butt against it. Yeah. I mean, I could be wrong, but how does that, and how, how does, does he not happen? have shit in all over the back of his clothes? Right. See, he's cleaning up himself. Right. He knows. But he's leaving that on the seat. He's like, I'm going to teach her a lesson. That's like an Amber Heard situation. Yeah. With yeah. the poo on the side of the bed. Yep. That's what it is. Ew. So, um, <laughs> this, okay, here, I'm just going to read you a couple comments. One of them says, he is not your child, so F no. She really said the F word, but I am not. <laughs> you should not be cleaning up his shit. He's a grown-ass adult. Here's my question. Does he leave the toilet a hazardous waste area when he's a guest <laughs> in someone else's home right. or at a restaurant? I mean, we've all had to go where, when we've been out somewhere. Does he have a reputation among his friends as the destroyer of bathrooms? <laughs> what did the toilet in his house or apartment look like? Was it befouled <laughs> terribly every time you went there? Right. As flipping... Ever about everything. If he wanted to, he would. Right. This is theoretically a functional adult. He knows what he is doing, knows how to clean up after himself. He's just not. Because yep. he doesn't want to, he wants you to do it. If he wanted to, he would. Right. Um, and then this person comments, you're not being petty. A little dribble I'll clean up, but I'll be damned. I will not clean up my fiance's shit. Because <laughs> that's not something you wait till cleaning day. Ooh. Like a dribble on the underside, like I don't even notice it until... Because my... Sweets are down. Yeah, yeah. So then I go to clean it, and I'm like, oh. Ugh. But you don't wait till Saturday to clean poo where you're going to sit. Right. That's and, an imminent situation. And, and by that time, it's going to take some really getting in there with your fingernails <laughs> to clean that yeah. out, you know? It's going to take a chisel. That's not going to just be a quick wipe with a Clorox right. wipe. It's going to be like a scrub Once it's getting dried. in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's a soaking situation. Okay, and then this person said, I cannot believe that we are being asked if a grown woman should make a grown, <laughs> non-additional needs man leave a toilet in a hygienic state. My toddler son is nearly three and fastidiously leaves a clean toilet. Mm. I would die of embarrassment if he did any of what the post described as an older child, let alone a man. Right. Do we, in, in, I can't even say this, do we infanticize men... That badly as a society that we expect so little. Should I clean my boyfriend's poo off the loose seat? Am I a bad person for wanting a grown man to flush a toilet? No, it's literally the bare minimum. Rub his nose in it like a bloody dog. It's oh. disgusting. <laughs> yeah, and if she claims he was embarrassed, yeah. like he's maybe embarrassed that you said something, but it doesn't seem like he's embarrassed enough to do right. anything about it. Right. He, that's so gross. So, so her wrong. question was really, do I keep texting him about it? Yeah. Or do I, well, yeah. Yeah. No, no, you break up with him. It's just, it's over. <laughs> you know, because this is the thing. Like I said, he knows. He knows. Yeah. Unless he's walking around with a big poop stain all over the back of his clothes from right. where it's smeared all over him. He knows. And so it's like just total disregard. Unless he's like so disconnected like he's the kind of person that's bringing his phone in the toilet which who among us but then you know usually you finish you set your like I have a little tape like I always set my phone on my uh-huh. I have a little like table in my bathroom yes. or you there's a some a bathtub whatever you finish your business you wash your hands you go get your phone right uh-huh. I mean that's kind that's my standard procedure. <laughs> Your procedure for, yeah, I for mean, whatever works for you. Phone usage. But what if he's the kind of, what if he's holding said phone with one hand, wiping with the other, not even glimpsing, dropping it, still on the phone, walking, you know what I mean? Leaving right. and not ever turning around to observe what he has 
bestowed upon the toilet. But we're talking about, okay. Which I'm not, we're talking I'm not about saying that's the, any better. <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> it's almost, that's worse. No, it's, but we're talking about how does one get, I mean, you know where your bum hole is. That's a full How do you get discussion. that? In that location. The how is a... Unless you're really, like, unless you're working it around, unless you're doing some movements. He's leaning forward. He's trying to work it out with some, like, right. movement. movements. <laughs> I don't know. But, like... Maybe he's a squatter. Ooh, may, maybe. I hope not. Maybe he's a squatter and a shaker, <laughs> and it, it just dingles back and maybe. hits the back. I don't, I don't know... But I logically cannot think of any way that that turd is on the back of the toilet Mm-mm. without, like, massacring his entire backside. Right. Yeah. And then he himself. And, and do you not smell. check? Like, if you're wiping, are you like, like, are, do you make sure you're clean? Of course. Are you, you know, I mean, I'm I just, just thinking something's missing. And I'm looking when I flush. Like, of I'm, course. Like, I'm, ch- I'm checking. For, I'm not just gonna wave my hand haphazardly until I hit the flusher. Like, I'm going to look for that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is very weird. Yeah, okay. And gross. I've said my piece. Okay. Okay. Good job. Thank you. Okay. I have a weird one. I'm going to take a little sip. And I'm going to edit that out. Thank <laughs> <laughs> Okay. There's this, okay, so the person who's writing this is a, a college-age female. She says, there's a girl that lives in my uni halls. We're not roommates, but we are flat, but we are flatmates. So, like, on the same floor, mm-hmm. I guess. Let's name her Kayla. She, they're, all, they're both 19. Uh, we met in September when we started university and moved into halls. We're not best friends, but we are friendly. We don't really spend much time together. Over time, my friends noticed that Kaya, did I say Kayla? Kaya. Kaya. It's a fake name. <laughs> tried to copy me in everything. It started slowly, accessories and some clothes, nothing major. I didn't even notice until people started pointing it out to me. I have a rather distinct style, and she started copying it. I don't own the style, and she's free to wear what she likes, but it's the exact same copies of my outfits, which is very odd. But then it started going further. I dyed my hair. She dyed her hair. I bought something for my room. She bought the same thing. I started chatting with a guy. She became obsessed with that guy to a point that whenever I had a male friend or guy I was interested in, she would go out of her way to try to get their attention, coming down to the kitchen in nothing but a towel, which she never used to do, etc. And she would do anything to attract attention. Now, don't get me wrong. I couldn't care less if the guy was looking, and even if it was my boyfriend looking, I'd have beef with, with him, but not her. But the blatant attention-seeking behavior was just odd. I joined societies and sports, and after she found out, she joined the same ones I did. Basically, everything I do, she copies eventually. It's just really creepy, but I haven't said anything. I wouldn't even know what to say. Over the Easter break, so this is from, like, basically the whole school year, it looks Mm -hmm. like almost. My friend and I were at my family's house, a bit drunk, and decided to test out whether Kaya really copies everything I do. I made a post on social media about shaving my head. My friend does hairdressing, and she helped me out faking shaved head, and I posted a photo with a shaved head. I deleted the photo a few days later and forgot about this whole thing. After Easter break was over, we had uni exams, and I was focusing on that. Imagine my shock when I came back and Kaya had a shaved head. (laughs) And she was pissed when she saw me. She started shouting about how I lied to her, and why would I do that? She went on and on really angry. 
Admittedly, I ignored her and hid in my room. She sent me a text telling me that she expects me to pay for her wig as it's my fault she shaved her head. I replied that absolutely not. It was not my fault, and she decided on her own to do that. She kept attacking me for it every time I saw her. My exams start tomorrow, and yesterday I received an email from my university asking me for a meeting over the issue. She reported me to the university over something she's done. I'm genuinely genuinely confused. Was I really in the wrong? AITA for pretending to shave my head and refusing to pay for her wig. No. Whoa. No. That is ridiculous. Isn't that crazy? And I would love to hear what the, I mean, how do you, what is the girl's justification? Right. Like nobody forced her to shave her head. No. Nobody even suggested that she do it. Nope. Like nobody did anything. Right. And if if they had suspicions about whether she was doing everything to copy her, like mm-hmm. she's basically admitting it. Like, well, you did it. So basically. I have to do it. I had to do it. Like, what kind of mental, com- like, I wonder what compulsion, I wonder if she's done this to other people. Would right. you see that girl in high school that would pick someone and imitate them and then just continue to college? Or did it just start with this one girl? Like, I is it something be- about her specifically? Or is it just like she has a, that personality that she's always doing that? But, right. I mean, cause it's kind of scary. Yeah. Like, at first, I, I think at first she'd probably be a little flattered. Yeah. And then after, you'd be a little annoyed. Yeah. And then at some point, it crosses, and you're a little scared. You're like, a little why scared. are you a psycho? Remember Single White Female? Yes. Wasn't that kind of about yes. that? I don't think I ever really saw it, but I remember. Well, you should. <laughs> Didn't end in murder? A uh, murder. A murder. Yes. Or The Hand That Rocks the Cradle? Wasn't that one kind of similar? Um, I don't remember. I don't know, They're all blurring together. The 80s weird. were a good time, but <laughs> 90s, I guess. The golden age of movies. <laughs> So, I, yeah, I think that is ridiculous. But I would love to hear her justification yeah. for why. I should look up an update because if they had, like, if she really got called into, like, the dean's office. I want to know what the dean would say. I want to know how that meeting went. Like, okay, so did she tell you to shave her head? Did she shave your head? Like, the yeah. adult in that room would have to be like, I'm completely not understanding yeah. this. Don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. People are weird. So, yeah. Try to really avoid her next yes. year. Please do not go to college. <laughs> it's not safe. It's really not. Just kidding. Go to college. <laughs> Get a degree. Get a, or not. Yeah. Get a or trade. Not. Get a trade. College is Be stupid. self-sufficient. College Nobody cares. overpriced. Overpriced. And overrated. Mm, yeah. Unless Sometimes. you know exactly what you want to do and it requires a college degree. Like college used to be like you have to go to college. Yeah. This and is now, a whole other tangent. But yeah. I really feel like it's not. There are a lot of different options. Now. There are. So. Don't, don't just spend $40,000 in college. To, to say you have a degree. Without knowing what you want to do. Yeah. To say you have a degree that you're not going to use. To get a degree in fine arts and then. Or, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. You don't need it. You do not. But not to say it's bad. College is fun, though. <laughs> if anything, just go for the, like, experience. Okay, just kidding. Scratch everything. Go to college. <laughs> go to college. <laughs> Have a good time. Move out of your parents' basement. Go to college. Go to college. Make Do something some with mistakes. your life. Shave your head. That's right. Okay. Well, speaking about weird college okay. experiences, <laughs> this article, this is a little news report, kind of another little weird and wacky world news that says, um... <laughs> A woman sexually attracted to objects announces she's in a relationship with a plane. <laughs> a young woman who is sexually attracted to objects has announced she is in a relationship. Sarah Roto, 23, identifies as an objectum sexual, which means that oh. she is sexually attracted to inanimate objects. Has a word. 
She says that she feels an overwhelming love toward the passenger plane that she now refers to as her boyfriend. The passenger plane? It's a passenger plane. Like, did she it's, ride it's a, on no, it? No, no, no. It's I. Well, I think she did, but I think she actually had. We're going to put this picture okay. on there. Okay. A model. Um, well, let, let's okay. read more. Continue. Okay, Sarah. Um, who is from Dortmund, Germany, has given relationships with humans ago, but claims the aircraft <laughs> makes her feel complete. She even has 50 replica models that sleep in her bed. 50? And she gets physical with them. Mm. Yeah, so it's the it's the full-size plane that she's actually dating. <laughs> but just the models that she's sleeping with. Okay. So that's weird. It's okay. like those are her porn. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay. Those, those are her toys. Those are okay. <laughs> okay. She is so in love that she regularly travels by plane so she can remain close to her partner. <laughs> Sarah loves to spend her free time plane spotting and has two tattoos of her bow on her arm. <laughs> and even dreams of marrying the Boeing 737 named Dickie. Oh. Um, okay. Let's see. I've... Okay, I've been attracted to objects since I was a teenager. I first noticed it when I was 14 years old, she said. Before the plane, I was on the Ice 3, which is an express train. I've oh. also had two relationships with men because I just wasn't sure what, what my real sexuality was, but I soon realized that I can't find these romantic things. I can't feel these romantic things for people. Wow, can I speak? <laughs> <laughs> now I know that my sexuality is objectophilia, and I stand by it. I noticed that I wasn't attracted to people when I didn't want to cuddle or become intimate with them, unlike my objects where I crave cuddles and being intimate. It's the best sex I've ever had. My plane is called Dickie, and he takes up almost my entire bed. I love everything about him, but particularly his face, wings, and engine. They're so sexy to me. Mm, that engine. That gets me going. Yeah. Um... Yeah, she just, she said, uh, she added, I feel, I fell in love immediately and I just want to be with him all the time. He makes me the happiest person. Um, when I'm with my 737, I'm over the moon. I love him so incredibly much. I just feel safe with him and want to spend all my time with him. There's got to be, I don't want to be like a sexual shamer, but there's got to be, yeah, you're safe with him because like an inanimate object can't hurt well, you. He's not real. Right. I mean, I mean, he's, he's a real. real plane, but <laughs> a plane won't cheat on you. A plane won't betray you. A plane won't lie to you. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's not a two-way relationship. No. So I can see, I can see the attraction. Can you? <laughs> I to, cannot. To not be. <laughs> I cannot. It's it's basically being alone, but filling some kind of void, but how? But it's not a relationship. Right. It's not. Doesn't it, re don't, okay, <laughs> don't you have to reciprocate? Yeah. Like, isn't that a definition of relationship is that it's an interconnectedness, it's a reciprocal? Yeah. Okay. This, it, is a, this is a fascination you have or like a fetish you have, but how could, I don't think you can call it a relationship. No, I mean, no. No. I was going to say something else, but I'm just going to leave that to the imagination. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, no. The plane does things for her. It takes me to a different place. What? <laughs> Thank you. There was one strange addiction where the woman was like uh, in a relationship or sexually attracted to a roller coaster. When on that my strange addiction, did you see that one? I vaguely remember that. And then a man was with, with his, his car. car. Yeah, his car. 
and he like told his dad about it, and he would like and he would like make out with yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, oh, I, interesting. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm no therapist. Oh. I'm no psychologist. No. I don't. I don't know. No. But what I do know is that I am very uncomfortable with that relationship. <laughs> 50 monoplanes in her bed. Oh, honey. 50. That is a lot of planes, oh, is. sister. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. Objective. Objective. Philia. Interesting. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, all right. My next one is uh, a workplace drama. Okay. I am at a loss here, guys. Realistically, I know I'm in the clear. Legally, I'm in the clear, but I'm being vilified by my coworkers, and I'm genuinely considering quitting my job because of this mess. So I work a pretty standard day job, and at night I help my friend at her restaurant, which serves an assortment of Thai cuisine. TBH, I'm insanely picky, but I fell in love with this peanut sauce the main chef makes, and he showed me how to make it. So about once a week, I take it on either noodles or stir-fried to my day job for lunch. People know this, and a handful have tried it. It smells nutty. It tastes nutty. It's a white girl pad thai, basically. Lately, my lunches have been disappearing, or I'll open my lunchbox to find half of my food missing. (laughs) I've tried addressing it, but nothing has been changing, and I was pretty sure it was one of the new hires that was doing it, but I had no proof until now. Thursday, I took my noodles, and my entire Tupperware was missing, which hadn't happened before. I'm pissed, but what can I do? A coworker shared her pizza with me, and that was that, until today. My boss confronted me and accused me of poisoning my noodles because his daughter, one of the new girls, borrowed my lunch and had to be hospitalized. <gasps> Turns out she's severely allergic to nuts, ate some, ate some, and boom, anaphylaxis. She used an EpiPen, had to be hospitalized, and now her dad is trying to hold me accountable for her bills and condition, but I don't see it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Why should I pay? I don't mark my food as an allergen because I'm not allergic to it. She was dumb enough to steal from me and eat something she can't have. But he's being hateful, and some of my older coworkers are icing me out because I'd, I warned him I'd report any harassment to HR if he tried anything funny. Brown nosers, I guess. My friend is aware and offered me a full-time job, but I just can't help but feel it's unfair. At the same time, I could have killed his daughter, though. So, A-I-T-A. Kate, no, you, Kate, you didn't kill anybody, no. first of all. And second of all, p- keep your hands off other people's stuff. Right? Right? The audacity of just borrowing someone's I, lunch. Mm, yeah. Eating someone else's food at work, like. Right. And this is the thing. Wow. Is that your phone? No. Oh. It's yours. (laughs) Surprise. (laughs) This is the thing. If you sometimes at work, I'll take like those little freezer meals or a burrito or a case of Diet Coke, right? I mean, like prepackaged stuff. And if, and there have been times that it's like, wait, are are those your Cokes or mine or like whatever? Right. Because there's 80 of us sharing a refrigerator. Yeah. But if you're bringing stuff in your Tupperware in your lunch bag from home, it's not like, oh shoot. You know what I, like you stole it. Yeah. And you should have an allergy. Opened your lunchbox and took half of it. And so yeah. stupid and how embarrassing you think that he probably just wouldn't like they just wouldn't say a word because how yeah. stupid they look yeah exactly it's weird that they're trying to like put all the blame on her when yeah and of course it's the boss's daughter yeah if it had been any other young co-worker i don't think this would have been no. an no. issue at all no yeah. <laughs> so stupid i know how embarrassing 
How embarrassing for this generation. This generation, this newfangled generation. So entitled to each other's food. And who doesn't, like, if you have a peanut allergy, I think it's pretty easy to spot and smell. And maybe don't be, like, dumpster diving. (laughs) (laughs) Like, if if I'm allergic to something, I'm not just going to go, like, eat random food that's in somebody else's bag. I don't know what's in there. Exactly. Jeez, like know your business. That's very reckless. That is reckless. I blame her. I, that, thousand percent. <laughs> you have a deadly allergy and you're just going to root around and see what comes up? Yeah, that's bad call. No, thank you. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. Right. Should we move on to the barren truth? The barren truth. <laughs> barren truth. We get so much heat for the barren truth, but we don't care. We don't care. So the last time on our last recording, I posed a question. Yes. And the question was, what was, the question was, would you rather know when you are going to die or how? Okay. You can't change it. That doesn't, like, there's no, Yeah. it's just no information. It. Yeah. You know when you're going to die or how. Okay. What did people say? Okay. So, um, how, okay. So, Janelle said how, Jess said how, Kim wants to know when. Okay. Um, Did she say why? Or she, nope, she okay. just said when. Okay. Um, somebody else said neither. I prefer my blissful ignorance. Okay. Um, uh, it's not an option. No, it's not an option. Um, somebody else put not soon enough and most likely through my own stupidity. <laughs> um, yes. No, they don't want to know either. When um, I know how I'm going to die, reluctantly kicking and fighting all the way. <laughs> um, when got to make the most of my time before I go. Yeah. Um, can I just not? I'd just rather not. <laughs> um, knowing would, would drive me nuts. I'd prefer ignorance. And then Katie said when. Um, Nancy's mom just said no. <laughs> <laughs> I love people. So, so that, funny. so what would you choose? Okay. When? So I've had a month to think about this. You've had this. a month. I would rather know when. Because if I knew how... It would, I guess it would depend on what it, the, what the how was. Mm-hmm. Like if it's a piano falls on you from a three-story window, you you would just always have a heart, but you didn't know when this is going to happen. Right. Then you would al- always be like cautious everywhere you went. Everywhere you went, you would be, even though you know you can't change it, right. you'd be terrified to the point of like never, if it was just like old age or something, right. then that's, then that's kind different. of both. But yeah. But what if, so for example, if, if it was like, well, you're going to die in a plane crash. Right. So then you would never fly ever, for fear ever, that ever. that was going to be like, you wouldn't, because who would risk that? Right. Right. If you knew you were going to die in a plane crash, would you ever get on a plane? Never. Even if, uh, yeah. So Which it, would ruin everything. Like so many things. Yeah. yeah. Even if it was like, you're going to die on a plane crash when you're 96, yeah. you would still your whole life avoid that. Yeah. And then if, if you can't change it, it's going to happen anyway. So it's going to be a situation where you're getting evacuated. You know what I mean? Right. Where it's like, well, now you have to get on a plane. This is. Yeah. And then you've you know. wasted your whole life being yeah. afraid to get on planes. Yeah. Your whole damn life to your take whole... that flight. And when the plane crashed down, he thought, uh, well, well, isn't, isn't this nice? <laughs> Heather asked me, when you hear that song, that Alanis Morissette song, mm-hmm. he waited his whole damn life to take. How old do you picture said businessman? Uh, well, he's a businessman in my 50. Mind. Okay. Me too. No, no, no. I pictured him like 65, 70. But then Heather was like, but he kissed his kids goodbye. Yeah. I think he's 50. Okay. Yeah. 
But either way, even if you're 27, that's still your whole damn life to yeah. take that flight. So yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. Knowing when would be like I think I think even if I didn't have to know when, I kind of would want to. Okay, I have an idea. Okay. Okay. So first of all, a couple bonus point or bonus reasons why you want to know when, mm-hmm. not how. If you know that you're going to die when you're 60 years old, you can do any damn thing you want to do between now and 60. Right. Because you're like, you know what? I know when I'm, I know. This isn't taking me out. Right. But then if it was, if you, okay, no, I can't say this because it's going to (laughs) be, this is going to be bad. I'm going to get backlash. Okay. But what I was going to say, like, if you were afraid of, like, so say you knew that you were going to die when you were I don't know how old are we? Like, say 50. Mm-hmm. Um, or, and maybe it was an exact date. Like, you're yeah. going to die on March 1st or whatever. Right. Then if you were scared of the how, then you could control it. How? Scared of the how? Like, if you were, like, if, if I knew I was going to die tomorrow. Yeah. But I was afraid it was going to be something horrible or painful. Yeah. Oh. I could control it. Oh. And I know that that's not, you know what I mean, though? So that once you get to that age... Like, even if you knew it was going to be 50, I wouldn't wait that year. I wouldn't, like, wait for it to come. The, the yeah. day I turned 50, I'd probably control it. Yeah. I know I had not thought of that. And that sounds terrible. That is dark. But It does, but then you're, then you're going the whole, that whole 50 years, knowing you're fine, living it up. And it's like, we all know we're going to die, but we but we don't live like it sometimes. Right. Don't you think? So many people go through life like in unhappy relationships or bad jobs where it's like, and we know we're going to die, so why do we do that? But if you knew exactly when you're going to die, I think you would be different. Your quality, like you would live your life. Mm-hmm. Everything that you did would count, right? Like yeah. you would not waste one day Yeah. With in a bad relationship or at a job you hated or like... Holding a grudge yeah. or caring what the hell people think of you. Because you would be like, this is like my days are numbered. Yeah. And they are, but you just, I don't know. But yeah, I was also which is thinking, kind of frustrating. Why don't we do that anyway? Because we're stupid. I know. We're all going to die. You're all going to die. But we're all going to die. You don't really think, like, I probably have less than half of my life I, left. Yes. I am on the down I am of too. life. Yeah. And I'm still caring what people think. And yeah. I mean, less than I used to, that's for sure. <laughs> I mean, a lot less. A lot but. less. But yeah, it's weird, huh? Yeah. But and and if like if everybody really got to know one of those two things, like yeah. if, if I opted for the date, I bet I could talk my doctor into letting me come into the hospital and just sedating me for that day. Yeah, I bet so too. So I'd be like, that look, did you a... know that I'm gonna die? It would be a very That's good a movie. Perf- yes. That's a screenplay. That is a sc- nobody take it. Patented by Truth Fairies. Two thousand twenty two. Twenty twenty two. Yeah, it could um, be like, you know what I mean? it like, could be called How or When, and everybody or gets when. to know, and then it shows, like, how, how it affects. Because even if you knew you couldn't change it, you would try your whole life. You right. would. Well, you would also, you would be living in anticipation of that. But uh-huh. if you, like, if I knew I was good until December 16th of, mm-hmm. you know, 2025, then the day before, I would just make arrangements to be in, like, a safe place. Yeah. And um, a controlled environment, and I would just be sedated so that yeah. so that if it was going to be something painful or scary, that yeah. I would not be awake. And then it turns out it's Keanu Reeves, and it's all the Matrix, and none of it was real. <gasps> it's actually da-da. the Matrix part that's four. That's not the Matrix. That's Mission Impossible. <laughs> but. 
it's just our way of controlling us, yes. really, in the end. That's the twist. Oh, this is going to be such a is good movie. none of it was real. None of it's real. And we they just all un- spent, uh-huh. They unplug it. And everything yep. just... And you think you got a piano dropped on you. And you did not. I wonder how many people a year die from things falling out of windows. Like in big cities. Like AC <laughs> units. <laughs> I guess not a lot. Let's Do you go- want me to Google it really yeah, quick? Yeah, because in okay. my mind... A random death involves something falling on my head, but I. <laughs> how many people? How many people die, die annually of things falling of from? Things yes, falling from windows. Because <laughs> I've heard even like something really small can like kill you if it falls from a high enough. That's not true. Dang it up. reaches terminal velocity. I learned this. Aww. It said, I'm going to say the number of people killed by a falling air conditioner is statistically insignificant and most likely does not occur on a yearly basis. Dang it. (laughs) Okay. It just seems so precarious up there. Yes, yes. Like at any minute. Yeah. That could just kill me. Okay, so I think we're fine. I think we're safe. But I do think, I think that we've answered the question that it's about, you need to know when, not how. Yeah. Um, And let's all live like we're assuming we're dying. And then somebody, yes, yes. And we wrote a really good movie. We did. And if that, if that, so help me, if that movie comes out in the next couple of years, I'm coming after if you. If someone wants to buy it from us, reach out. You know how to get a hold of us? <laughs> Truthfairiespod at gmail.com. <laughs> okay, so I found another question that we can pose for next time. And it is, if you grew up poor, but I'm going to caveat that if you grew up like pretty much all of us in the 80s and 90s, right? Because right. It seemed like we were all, maybe it's just because I grew up in just a normal middle class neighborhood. Yeah. I really didn't know any like rich, rich people. Mm -hmm. But if you grew up, let's say, middle class to poor, what do you buy now as an adult that feels like a complete luxury? So think about like, what do you buy that is like, I am, I have made it. I am so rich. But something's like weird or insignificant that like yeah don't say well i bought a yacht that nobody cares Lamborghini really yeah. makes me feel nobody cares no. about that we're talking about like day-to-day like small victories yes. like like little things like that, charm and toilet paper that bring you great satisfaction that you're like i'm so glad i have that that i'm not pushed to my limit by buying yeah. this specific thing that would have been like like twinkies instead of zingers like that yes. kind of thing yeah big deal uh-huh. big deal big okay deal. think about it um, Real pop instead of Shasta. Oh, that, yes, like, tell true. us what your thing is. Yes. Okay. Yes. You own your VCR instead of having to rent one. <laughs> you know what yes. I mean? The struggle is real, people. I know. I have. A, I've got a few. So. Okay. So be thinking about that. Send your um, questions that you have to us at truthfairiespod at gmail. Um, on, we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're we're everywhere. We're, Find we us. We are everywhere except for here the last month. <laughs> yes. So then we other than that, where. you know where to find us. <laughs> And thank you for listening. And goodbye. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Truth Fairies Pod. And send us an email at truthfairiespod at gmail.com. Truth Fairies is hosted and produced by Brooke Flake and Jamie Garn. Original music by Greg Hale.